Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. We have been talking about the care God gives to his people. The Bible flat out says, God cares for you. God cares for you, 1 Peter 5 verse 7. And thus far we have seen that God cares for us when we are in danger and when we are rejected. We will now see that God cares for us when we are angry. Please open your Bible with me to Psalm chapter 10. That's Psalm 10. As you turn there, let me say that there is a particular angle on anger that I am after. I think we live in a time, at least here in the United States, when we as Christians are absolutely horrified by the way the so-called leaders of our nation treat God and the people of God. The rampant immorality that has been elevated and celebrated at the highest levels of national and local government, the hostile takeover of our schools, and the absolutely evil attack on our children and grandchildren, it has us outraged. Many of us watched as the American flag was set aside for the LGBTQ plus flag at a White House event meant to celebrate quote-unquote Pride Month. This is the month dedicated to the celebration and commemoration of lesbians, gays, bisexuals, and transgender people. Although this is hardly limited to one month out of the year anymore, it seems every month is Pride Month. This was only the latest example of how morally corrupt the country has become. Every day it is something new, and as much as we want to be like Christ, we want to love others, be kind and generous, and we want to share the liberating news of the gospel, which is the only hope for everyone. Some days watching the news, we just get so very angry. Why do the wicked prosper? Why hasn't God intervened? How can we protect our kids from all the various agendas storming their schools and our communities? In particular, those of us who remember a time when, at least, evil was not being called good, when biblical values were not totally deemed intolerant. We are struggling with how to channel our horror at how far we have fallen so quickly. O oh God, have mercy on us. For those of us who feel anger over this, and or anger for other reasons, what are we to do? I say to you, dear friends, God cares about our anger. And here is his answer to our problem. Turn over your anger to him in prayer. When you feel exasperated and the irritability is building, it is time to pray. And that brings us to Psalm 10. I'm reading the psalmist now, most likely David, as he writes, Why do you stand afar off, O Lord? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? Well, let's just stop right there. I cannot get out of verse 1 without comment. I like what is prayed here. At first blush, we might think, 
oh, is it okay to say this to God? It may seem too accusatory, but remember the psalmist is angry, so he takes his complaint straight to the top. How many of you have felt this way? God, where are you? Why are you standing so far off? We are in trouble down here, and you have hid yourself. Just when we need you to intervene and turn back this evil, we feel we are fighting these spiritual battles all by ourselves. The psalmist is a model, an example for us. When you feel something, say something to God. Persevere in prayer. Do not bottle up your emotions inside, suppress them, and hope they go away. Or worse, act out on what you feel. Really, letting that anger loose? No. Go after your Lord and your God and ask Him, Why do you? Where are you? And let me show you how practical this is. The next verse is verse 2. I'll read Psalm 10, verses 1 and 2 together. Why do you stand afar off, O Lord? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? In pride, the wicked hotly pursue the afflicted. Let them be caught in the plots which they have devised. How timely, huh? In pride, the wicked. There it is, the terrible sin of pride. Pride characterizes the wicked. The wicked people are those who are filled with pride. And God hates pride. That is what the Bible says. So while the prideful, wicked people hotly pursue the afflicted, in our context, those with a more godly set of morals and values, when the wicked succeed, we want to know, where are you, God? This line, let them be caught in the plots which they have devised. Have you ever felt like praying that? I confess I have. And then sometimes I back off, thinking this may be an inappropriate prayer, given that I am commanded to love my enemies and pray for those who persecute me. But today I want us to think of the psalmist's language here as actually a good way for us to channel our anger to God whatever the source of our anger is. After all, so many Christians feel anger. Better we take it to Him using the full force of language than that we explode on someone near us. The writer of this psalm continues in verse 4. He captures perfectly what is the pervasive attitude towards God in our culture. Verse 4, The wicked in the haughtiness of his countenance, does not seek him. All his thoughts are, there is no God. So true, so very, very true. In prideful arrogance, in the haughtiness of their countenance, people do not seek God. All of their thoughts are, there is no God. You cannot get any more evil than that. Atheism is satanic, and this is what we are dealing with, isn't it? Verse 5, his ways prosper at all times. Your judgments are on high, out of his sight. 
As for all his adversaries, he snorts at them. Ah, now this is what really makes us angry. This is what grinds away at us, if we are honest. Everywhere we look, the wicked, the prideful, the haughty are prospering. His ways prosper at all times. It sure seems to me this psalm fits the current situation perfectly. It seems the godless are very successful. Not even God can keep them down. Oh Lord, it makes us angry that the evil prospers. They set aside your judgments. They put you out of sight, out of mind. And they snort at us. This is a good, helpful, and beneficial prayer for us to pray. God cares that we are outraged and he wants to help us. But will we turn to him in petitions as honest as these? In verses 12 through 15 of Psalm 10, the kind of prayer it is all right that we pray, dealing with what makes us mad, continues. Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up your hand. Do not forget the afflicted. Why has the wicked spurned God? He has said to himself, You will not require it. You have seen it, for you have beheld mischief and vexation to take it into your hand. The unfortunate commits himself to you. You have been the helper of the orphan. Break the arm of the wicked and the evildoer. Seek out his wickedness until you find none. There is a lot of emotion here, and notice this is all directed towards God. I think the key line here is in verse 14, to take it into your hand. Brothers and sisters, I've come to believe there's not actually a lot we can do to stand against the tidal wave of hate coming upon us. Very often all we can do is pray. Our prayer is a way of saying, O God, we place all of this into your hand. You take care of it. Vengeance is yours, God, as you said. As for us, those who love you and want to please you, lift up your hand. Do not forget us. We are the unfortunate ones who commit ourselves to you. You are the helper of the orphans. Do with the evil doer what you will. God, you know the wickedness prevalent in our society. God, you deal with it. Set us free from our anger. Amen. And you have got to hear this. The way this psalm ends is just incredible. So many of you need to hear this today. I'm reading Psalm chapter 10, verses 16 and 17. The Lord is king forever and ever. Nations have perished from his land. O Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear. The now prosperous, wicked, prideful evildoers will never get away with their sin. Who is king forever? God is. Nations have perished from God's land before, and they will do so again. America will perish. But God hears our desires when we are humble. He strengthens our hearts and inclines his ear. What do you do when you feel angry? You pray about it. 
in your anger, do not sin. Pray. God has given us this outlet, a channel for our angst. God cares for us, and this is just another example of how he cares. I hope you will come back next time as we have another example of how God cares. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.